hello. <laughs> Welcome to another fantastic episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Porter. This is the podcast. Uh, we talk about everything. Like everything, everything? Yeah, everything. <laughs> There's nothing off the table here. Well, we talk about all things life and marriage and kids and, and family and relationships and the good, some bad, of it's and the common, ugly. right? Some of it's common shit. Some of it's uh, things that you're not necessarily too pumped to talk about. <laughs> so eager to you're not going to update your Facebook status. <laughs> have have brought out onto uh, to national radio. Exactly. This <laughs> isn't radio yeah, or national. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. People in the nation can listen. Yes, it's available nationwide. Yes, so it is national. Do you know what uh, what uh, season or what episode we're on? Uh, no. I can take a stab in the dark. Do it. Stab Stay. someone in the dark. <laughs> I don't want to go to prison. Uh, I want to say 23. I would say that you are right. Ding, 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 ding. What do we have for Johnny? It's not a goddamn thing. Well, fuck you. This podcast <laughs> sucks. So, Ash, how, how are you? I'm great. Yeah? Like, yeah. really? No. <laughs> okay. Isn't that what people say, though? How are you? Uh, kind of I'm like good. Obligatory. How are you? Yeah. I don't know why I'm bringing out the accents this early into the episode. It's, it's really early for that. Um, no, I've Oh, been... no. This is actually episode 24. Oh. Do I get a consolation prize? No, because you were wrong. I know. that's They give people that on game shows. Like, sorry you suck, but... I feel like that's like a second place... Well, yeah, I'm second. If I'm not first... You're last. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I So we had Wild's birthday party on Saturday, and that fucked me up. Yeah. Not like emotionally, like I mean physically, like I am in a great deal of pain due to his first birthday party. Yeah. You were... Uh, Sunday you were okay. Well, I've a had little this, sore. You've had some back pains. I've had this like sharp And then yesterday you were just... I was out for the count. It was like you had the flu. I thought I was getting the flu. But uh, I feel better today. I still have the back pain. And it's all, you know, like when you get the flu, not like the throw up stomach flu, but just like, whoa, your throat made a weird noise. <laughs> it was loud, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like the flu you get, just like the good old fashioned flu. Aches and pains, sweat. Yeah. So I had. I had all of that, but you know, like once you get over that, you're like, I feel okay, but your body just is so sore from being like so tense and achy. That's where I'm at today where I still have that like one spot in my back that could use like a good hard knuckle in it. (laughs) And you know how people say like, oh, you carry your stress in your shoulders or you carry your stress in your neck. Ash carries her stress in her entire body. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a big ball of stress. But no, I do carry my stress in my shoulders and my neck because I, you can't see because you're just. I was wondering why you were walking around hunched like that all day Saturday with the boys' birthday party. Like you were just kind of like all. Yes, (laughs) man. No, but when I get anxious or stressed, I like shrug up my shoulders. I was like, come down from that bell tower. (laughs) Let down your hair. No, I don't have anything else to throw at the fucking dog. She won't stop licking everything. Stop it, Rosie. Shut up. You completely ruined that movie reference. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The hunchback of Notre Dame. Versus, and you're like immediately woven into Rapunzel. Well, you said let down your hair. No. Like, you yes, said, you did. You said that. No, you said that. Oh, you said come down from that tower. Yeah, I said come down from the bell tower. And you said, let down your hair, dumbass. Well, you know what? (laughs) It's been a long day. It's been a long four years. (laughs) It's been a long life. (laughs) Anyways, so I, I have like pain left over from all the stress and the aches yesterday. And so I'm just a little stiff today. I can't quite turn my neck all the way from one side to the other, but I feel a lot better. Ash is like rigor mortis walking. <laughs> Not today. Yesterday I was bad. I like couldn't even. He'd be like, "Look over here." I'm like, "Let me just stand up and turn because that <laughs> is less painful than trying to turn my back or my no, neck." It was so bad. <laughs> um, How are you? I'm good. 
you know, we got through the the baby's one year birthday. Guys, I, I think it would be an. I don't feel like I'd be able to actually like describe the amount of decorations that Ash put into this party. Like it was unbelievable. So really, like my hats off to you, babe, because that was just thanks. The biggest blowout for a one year old birthday party I've ever seen. I uh, owe it all to my good friend Pinterest. Yeah, Ash pulled out all the stops. It well, was. <laughs> it's funny because I, I mean, not to like brag or anything, but no, I feel like ahead. I did a good job. Yeah. Until I uploaded my blog to Pinterest, and I'm looking at all these other pictures that I had previously pinned, and I'm like, "Whoa, I was mild." Like, hats off to you women, even if it's not you that's doing this single handedly. But yeah, bravo. Maybe that should be a topic for a future episode is this like comparison because I think that you and I both suffer from as well as like everybody Sorry. is this kind of constant, constant comparison to, to other people. I don't feel like that's just us. No, I didn't say that. I oh. said it's probably everybody. Oh, I wasn't listening. Nope. You weren't. Can Santa bring us some new microphone stands? Yeah, maybe we should set up a Patreon account just to get people to <laughs> donate to us so we could get rid of these microphone stands. <laughs> Me hunching over to to reach the mic is not probably is back. not helping my back pain. <laughs> I think we try this every time, and it stays for a minute. It's like I bought this shower head off. Uh, no, the shower head. Shit, I don't remember. Home Depot, I think. Oh. But or Amazon, I don't remember. And it's the one where you can like adjust it, and it's all fancy looking. But then it slowly yeah, just doesn't as as stay where you put it anymore. Nope. And it's like I'm just gonna point to the ground, and I'm you're just gonna, gonna go gonna, where I want. You're gonna have to come to me if you want to <laughs> wash that shampoo out of your hair. Uh, how how are you? I'm good. Yeah. Still unemployed. Yes. Um, I have kind of decided you and you know this. I'm going to put my name on the uh, substitute teacher list back at my old my old alma mater and uh hopefully start subbing again not again because I've never subbed before but start teaching te- well being in the classroom subbing is just glorified babysitting so I don't know how much teaching I thought that's I'll what be- teaching was <sighs> yeah <laughs> I guess substituting is even less glorified it's even closer to just babysitting um <laughs> So yeah, I'm hoping it will either do one of two things. It will either kind of reignite my teaching and give me some type of motivation to get back in the classroom. Light the flame, the light the black flame candle. Yeah, yeah, except, you know, the whole virgin thing. Oh shit, you're not? Uh. Oh, I kind of wish you would have told me that. <laughs> um Awkward. So either kind of make me want to be back in the classroom or just kind of further solidify my decision to leave. Because right now, not being able to find another job, I've been doing my freelance thing, which has been great, but also not. So there's some some doubt there. Um, but I also kind of feel like I do still have this like longing for the classroom. And I still kind of miss it. In yeah. a lot of ways, like there's a lot of shitty, shitty things about it. <laughs> I, I think that it will be good for you. The subbing. Yeah. Yeah, Just, and it's a little bit of an extra income, and it gets me out of the house. So yeah, you know. getting back in there. Um. So yeah, that's that's give you an excuse to dress up again. <laughs> get up out of get my ass <laughs> out of bed before eight o'clock in the morning. Give you an excuse to put on something other than sweatpants. <laughs> Just kidding. You wear sweatpants way less than I do, yeah. and you don't have a job, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm thinking about, and I think it'll be good because I can still do my freelance stuff, even if I go back to teaching full time. I can still write, and I can still do my freelance work, and the marketing stuff that I've been doing um, because teaching the schedule, I mean, you, you're done by three o'clock every day. Yeah. It's kind of like a summer's off and stuff. So like a no brainer, like a lose, Plus lose. my student loans. There's that or a win, win. <laughs> it's kind of a lose, lose situation. <laughs> Plus there's my student loans, you know, having that like potentially $73,000 sitting over my head. If I teach for another five years, theoretically, yeah, potentially that would go away. So Yeah. 
a lot of a lot to think about. A lot to think. The big about. issue, though, and this is something I'm just now thinking about, is the podcast. Oh yeah. If we just you know hopefully keep that on the DL and the kids don't know about it. What the kids like don't know. If don't administration were to to listen to this bad boy, they might be less inclined about having me in a classroom setting. That so. is true. We had talked about that before. Yeah. And then all of the things we talked about, like it's a good thing you're not teaching because yeah. blank, those all just like disappeared <laughs> and we're like, why did you ever stop teaching? Yeah. yeah, you kind of forget the reasons, right? Yeah. So Ash, why don't you uh, kick off our, our conversation tonight? Tell Tell the good people what they're in store for. Well, my fine folk... We are going to try to talk about um, this topic without fighting. It's not going to happen. <laughs> gloves, well, are, gloves are coming off for this one. At least um, I would like to, like a good fight, not like a I'm going to sleep on the couch fight. Okay. Okay. Speaking of sleeping, at one point I'm going to need to pause so that I can switch out our laundry so that we have dry <laughs> sheets to sleep on because that would be shitty. <laughs> Speaking of, well, then that's actually a really good segue, Ash. That's a really, like, I, I think we couldn't have planned a better transition. And into it wasn't our topic. even planned. I know, unintentional. Tell, tell them what they're getting tonight. Um, what, what did the people win? And you have won a topic of chores. Yay. Which, spoiler alert, I fucking suck at chores. So that right there is the irony when Ash was saying, I'm going to have to pause to go put shit in the dryer because that meant that she had done wash, which is fucking mind-blowing in itself. So Let me just put a disclaimer. Not a disclaimer, an, an asterisk. asterisk. Um, it's not the putting into the washer <laughs> or the dryer that I'm so much bad at or even taking out of the dryer it's sometimes i even fold stuff away but it is the putting away that i am horrible at yeah yeah okay i mean sometimes it do we want to go down this road right now i'm i'm just saying what i'd like about it and what i don't well i know but i'm just saying do we want to like focus on the laundry thing because can you just appreciate that I washed our sheets without being asked? I I'm very grateful. I am extremely grateful. And and guys, you don't understand what a big deal this is, but for like the last 2 days or 3 days, I've seen her bring garbage from the bathrooms upstairs. Oh, that is a big deal. And bring them downstairs without me having to like ask, ask or you know, passive aggressively. Yeah, you don't ask. You just passive aggressively say Something I <laughs> fuck this microphone. <laughs> I can't think of what you, it's actually good right there. I can't think of what you the passive aggressive. I usually you just say. change it for you, like and, once it's overflowing. But then you usually make a like snide comment like, "Oh, your garbage has been in there for twenty seven years," and I finally changed it. I don't know. You usually have a comment. We're gonna need to bring in like one of those big black barrels from the street with the wheels on it and just park that in your bathroom so that you only have to change it once a month. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger bathroom then. <laughs> so I don't know where this like chore kick has come from. I'm extremely grateful for it. And I want to publicly acknowledge you for that and tell you how appreciative I, I am. I'm just, I got to do a, a little above and beyond every now and then yeah. to make sure you don't leave me. <laughs> I'm just you know, doing the I don't, bare minimum. I, was like, I don't think taking out your garbage and you didn't even, it wasn't even all the way out to the street, but like Hey, I, don't, I had planned to, <laughs> but then you did it before me. I is, had fully is, intended is to do it myself. Bringing down your garbage really above and beyond. In this household, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay i guess maybe this that's where we should what you married into <laughs> this is marriage yes. i guess this is where we should uh pause and then we can come back and we can talk about how we were raised um chore wise and then the expectations <laughs> we have about how this house should look <laughs> versus expectation versus reality 
<laughs> Do you think this is a good pause point? Yeah, but I don't know if our seeds are dry yet. I just like slurred that together. I don't know if our seeds are dry yet. Our seeds are dry. Okay, I'll go check. And I'm back. And she's back. And we have the warmest, toastiest sheets. Mm. But now our comforter's in the dryer. I put it in before the sheets, but I don't know if I forgot to turn the dryer on or it's probably just too ginormous that it needs a second run. Yeah, I think so too. But the comforter's a big deal because normally we don't wash our comforter. We don't comforter. wash the comforter often. I wish it was like a call-in show so that people could like talk to us. Yeah. Oh, podcast scared the shit out of me. As we go. Because I'm curious how often other people wash their bedding, especially like top layer shit, not just sheets, but like comforters and blankets and stuff like that. I am at, if we had a smaller bed, yeah, it would probably, I would just wash them all together. Or, you know, also how often do like our mattress, it's a purple mattress. Hey, purple. Um, and you can take off the, the cover around the foam. And we've only washed that, I think, once because that's kind of a pain in the ass, too. Didn't we wash it? Isn't it because boy puked on our bed and yep. that's why? Yep. Yeah, there was a lot going on It's not on like there. we just wash it because we're like clean people. Because <laughs> we're responsible adults. <laughs> it's like me washing my bra, which doesn't happen. Yeah, baby just turned a year and I don't think Ash has washed it yet. So I have. Yeah, if you're into like biology or like organic chemistry and want to like see all like the weird shit that's growing, <laughs> like it's its own ecosystem, the weird yeah. things that are growing out of ash's bra we actually don't need to shop for produce well and the the air quality in our house has improved substantially now that she's got all this like different algae filtering out the air in our in our house so I have good for you ash the purest air boobs <laughs> air boobs okay so we wanted to talk a little bit about where we come from from a chore perspective and how we Became... Ooh, I just want to sing. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> How we became the people that we became when it comes to our, you know, as a as mildly functioning adults, you know, how we approach cleanliness and chores and stuff like that. So should I go first? Do you want me to start yeah. off with mine? Shoot. Shoot, Sheriff. <laughs> Sheriff Porter. God, you're wired tonight. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't need any more of your drink. Let's just leave it at the two sips you've had. Um, okay, so just kind of real quick, I came from uh, uh, my my family did chores all the time. Like Saturdays were known for chores. When I came home from school, both my parents worked, and I always came home to a list of chores. And oddly enough, my room was never like the focus. Like it had expectations, you know. But my room was not a priority. But I don't also don't remember it ever being messy. Like from my dad's perspective, it mm-hmm. was messy. I feel it, like I was slobby. Any kid's room to their dad's in their dad's perspective. Yeah. Or whatever it was. But I don't remember messy. ever being responsible for making my bed. You know, I don't I don't really remember ever having like toys and shit out. Um so things were always like kind of more or less put away. Did you do your own laundry, especially like when you were a teenager and stuff? No, no, it all just went down into the the laundry room and then magically came from back from the laundry room. <laughs> I mean, I remember helping fold laundry quite a bit. Is that why you don't like that I don't do laundry so much? <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> I put the laundry in the basket. Why does it not go back in my drawer? It's I can't still in the basket figure it two out. Weeks later, I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, but even in high school, like. My my high school friends will still to this day joke about the fact that they could call my house on a Saturday morning and if my dad answered the phone before I did, because, you know, we had house phones, he, you know, would, my friend would be like, hey, is, is Porter there? And he'd be like, yeah, but he's not available until three, call back later. And he wouldn't even hand me the phone. He wouldn't yeah. give me the opportunity to talk on the phone. He would just tell my friends I was unavailable until X, you know, number of times. Was he like the... The grandparents in Sixteen Candles, like Porter's on the toilet right now. He can't <laughs> he's talk. On, he's on the John. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they just got used to not even they'd just stop calling my house until later in the afternoon. Even if I, I might not have even had uh, chores that day, which mm-hmm. would have been an odd Saturday. But it was like all kinds of weird chores. Like we painted 
like our fence, like we stained our our fences. Oh, you whitewashed the fence? No, we we stained it, like with that. Oh, stained. <laughs> stained like a red, you know, like for the cedar, yeah, or the whatever. Um, we washed windows. We like scrubbed screens. We for a while we had air conditioning, and so we'd get up on the top of the house and clean out the air conditioning and the air conditioning unit. Every and weekend, and stuff. or was it just a like? A mix of different every weekend it was something chores. else. Every weekend it was every but Saturday. But you weren't like scrubbing the no. shit every weekend. No, it was like on a rotation. Like we would do windows like every six months. Okay, gotcha. And then sometimes it was gardening. You know, a lot of times it was up early, out in the yard gardening, pulling weeds and shit. So like the stuff that we should be doing as like yeah. responsible homeowners. Yeah. As a regular on um, a regular basis. Like I said, like. Staying the fence probably once or twice a year. And yeah. so some of these were more like an annual or semi-annual thing. Like a seasonal thing. Uh-huh. Raking leaves. Yeah. And then if there were Saturdays where we didn't have shit to do at my house, we were at my my grandma's house picking up um, apples off of the ground. Like she had a pretty... I remember being a huge backyard, but you're little, so it was probably skewed. Yeah. But she had tons of apple trees in her backyard and she was old and so if we weren't doing shit at my house we were at her house picking up like old dead gross apples and that's so nasty with gloves and throwing them into a trash can and then gloves yeah mowing her lawn and i remember multiple saturdays spent on the exterior of her house scraping old paint and repainting like repainting her deck and painting her house um and so it was always, there was very, very rarely a Saturday, other than like in the summer we'd go boating, very rarely a Saturday where, you know, from eight to, to three or four was not just spent 100% in in work. I had no idea it was like that bad. And I mean, and it's probably in my mind, I'm probably remembering it to be worse than it was. Well, yeah, but... But if you were to call... I mean, the time frame. If you were to talk to John or Darren about mm-hmm. it today, they still joke about it today, how ridiculous <laughs> just... And it wasn't just like, we're going to vacuum the house or vacuum. It was always some type of immense, like, we're going to repaint the garage or, you yeah. know, something something intense. So was it like that from when you were, like, little, little? Oh, yeah. Or just, like, teenager? I I don't remember a time not having uh, responsibilities or having chores to do. But I mean like big chores like. Yeah. Hmm. See, and I always had chores when I was little too. And the brunt of mine were also like on the weekend, but podcast, can you not? But, uh, but you had a list of things that you'd come home to, right? So you get home from school and there's things, a list waiting for you. So my dad worked. A weird schedule when I was growing up. So he stop it, podcat. He worked. He had like Mondays and Tuesdays off or something like that. And so when I would wake up on Saturday, he would be at work yeah. already because he worked crazy early, and then be he'd be home by two every right. day. Uh, and so I had. I can't remember. I like listening to you tell your story. I can't remember if I had like. Things that I had to do every single day, but Saturdays there was always I'd wake up and there'd be a list for me. Um, and I, I don't think my room now that you're saying it, I don't think my room was like on my list. Yeah, I remember my dad had expectations and he would always be getting after me that my room like wasn't clean 100% of the time or whatever. And he would, whenever I did, whenever he would like get after me about cleaning my room, it would be like a big project. But, and I can't remember, I could just not be remembering it because I know that he had expectations for it. I just don't know if it was like something that had to be done every day. See, and I don't remember it ever being like with us, and Ellie, for example, like, we'll have that be a condition for her to do things. Like, you can't come with us to the mall, or you can't go play with your friends, or you can't do these things unless your room is clean. And I don't remember ever that being a condition. Like, I remember other things being, like, yeah, because I got an allowance. 
And so having it be like allowance based, like you're not going to get paid if you haven't done these things. And I don't remember my room ever being one of those things. See, and I like I see that a lot because my I wish I could remember better because I I always like had this idea in my head. But then you started talking about it. I'm like, shit, I can't remember. I don't think it was ever like just close the door and what happens in my room stays in my room. It wasn't like that. Like there was still conditions where my room had to be. Maybe I just kept it cleaner. I don't remember, but I don't remember it being a big, big deal. But I'd wake up, um, on a Saturday and I'd have a full list, like, of like you know, I guess you'd call them like adult chores. It was yeah. basically just the housework that needed to be done for that week because right. at this point my dad was single. Yeah. And so it would be sweeping and mopping the kitchen and then the dining room because we had a lot of tile and hardwood. Right. And then the entryway, vacuuming the bathrooms, vacuuming comma, not vacuuming the bathrooms. <laughs> well, I, I mean, <laughs> you if your bathrooms were anything like our bathrooms, you probably had a lot of hair and stuff that <laughs> needed vacuum. Or so. if I lived in a house built in the 70s that was yeah. never remodeled, right. I'd probably have carpet in the bathroom. Yeah, probably. But uh, the bathrooms, um, I had to clean out the fridge a lot. Dusting was always a big thing. My dad hated dust. Uh, cleaning the blinds, cleaning the mirrors and the sliding glass doors. Yeah, that sounds about right, about on par for, for my weekends too. Um, my, my dad also didn't like, He was he's kind of a neat freak in a way. He He would make me clean... Um, the light switch, the things that go around the light switches. Yeah, we would have to take down the light fixtures and dust and clean the light fixtures and the light bulbs. I see. I never had to do that, but door frames and ceiling fans. We didn't have ceiling fans in my house, um, but the molding. Yeah. So, so you had then you came from a high, a high expectations, right? Like. Oh, yeah. And there was, it wasn't like, I'm going to beat you if this isn't done right. But it was, my dad had uh, expectations about how things were to be done. And it wasn't like, it was to be, everything on my list was expected to be done by the time he got home from work. Right. And so it wasn't like. Probably done in a certain way. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like, do it what I think is right. And then ask like, oh, hey. I need your help with this. Come do it with me. Like, no, like, yeah. He would teach me how to do something, and then that was the expectation going forward. And so, it wasn't as bad as okay if the vacuum lines aren't this way, right? And it, he never like if I did something wrong, it wasn't like him scolding me or telling me I was stupid for doing it wrong or whatever. But he would just say, "This is how it needs to be done next time," right? And he was stern about it, but it was, I don't remember it being like, I don't remember getting in trouble for it. I just remember him, if I did something wrong. Re- then, re- redirecting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, the very, especially when he vacuumed himself, the like lines and everything. And he always taught, like would tell me we had tile and he's like no you mop with the tile and you go down the same path as the tile so that you're not getting streaks that go the opposite way and yeah so it sounds like you know our dads were very very similar people in that regard and yeah it's interesting is because like looking around our house it's not as big as the house i grew up in but it's like a thousand times dirtier yeah like it's so weird to me that like Thinking now as we're talking about it, what I grew up in and, and what I was used to versus the way that I live now, like is, it's not, and, it, and it's not like we live in a pigsty either. Like, I don't want to give away the impression that like our house is disgusting because it by no means, like it's not disgusting. If we have mean, two dogs, just, we have a cat, we have a baby. Like Our house requires daily cleaning, yeah, which we don't do. Ain't no one got time for that. But it just there's something about my parents' house that I remember not having like excessive amounts of shit. Like I remember everything had a place to be. Yeah, same with mine. Whereas like now, like I, just sitting here in our basement, looking around, 
there is so much shit like stacked on chairs, stacked on other things, stacked on places. Like we have more things than we have places to put things. Yeah. And like this would have never flown at my dad's house. Seeing my dad, there was clutter at our house. Not where, not where it looks like our house, because our house it just looks messy. It just looks like very, very lived in. Well, not even. I mean, our basement where we're sitting right now, it's apparent that. 99% of the stuff down here doesn't have a home. Right. Where, like, that wasn't necessarily how the impression was at my dad's house. He just had a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, weird knickknacks yeah. and stuff like that. Walt, Walt wasn't a hoarder at all. Like, he, anything that hadn't been used in months uh-huh. was gone. Like, there was no, I'm going to hold this onto this because I might need it later. Yeah. Might need it someday. Like, if it couldn't fit in a closet, and it couldn't. It didn't have a home. It was gone. There was no clutter. I don't remember any clutter in my my bedroom or in the house in in general. I don't remember ever there being any clutter in our house. And so I feel like maybe that lends to my my sense of I don't I wouldn't say that I'm a that I'm OCD at all. Mm-hmm. But I feel like our house does give me kind of a general unease. I don't I want to go like all the way to say... I feel like our house would give anyone yeah. a general unease, if not full-blown Well, I don't anxiety. know about anyone. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who would come to our home and be like, I don't see what the problem is. Like, this is clean compared to where I live. But I just like from what I grew up in... Look around the basement, uh, especially. From what I grew up with, my dad had no hesitation. Even if it was like something that we used on a regular basis or had value... My dad had zero hesitation to throw shit out. See, and my dad was like that. It's weird because there were certain things he would hold on to where you're like, why do we need this rock that's shaped and painted like a bird? Yeah. But you will just, for no fucking reason, throw away my Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. Which I am still obviously harboring feelings (laughs) about because he didn't tell me. I just... Couldn't find it one day. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's gone. I don't even no. think he admitted to it. I there's, think he was just like, oh, there's no. I remember not even that long ago going to my dad and being like, hey, where's that really cool old vintage oh, yeah. Minolta camera? I gave it to the he's DI. Like, I gave it to the DI. It didn't work, so I gave it away. And I was like heartbroken. I'm like, I have no heirlooms left. I have nothing left, you know, that, you know. And then on the other end of the extreme... How long did we keep that broken table, that broken coffee table? Oh, God. Too long. <laughs> you know, and that we'd never, ever use. But because it came from my parents' house, I had this, like, sentimental attachment to it. Yeah. And I felt like I couldn't get rid of it. I'm Whereas way sentimental, too. I Walt would have been, like, just like, you what? I keep everything. Yeah. I thought you said you keep fucking everything. I probably did, but you know what I meant. <laughs> I was like, wait I fuck, a minute. I fucking keep everything. I'm just going to so, slip this right in there and hope he doesn't catch on. So, Ash, what what are your expectations? Because we, we kind of go back and forth with this about who does what, you know, and we come from very similar places, and yet I feel like well, and we're, we are on very different planes when it comes to what needs to be done in this house. But... See, we are, but then I feel like we have so many similarities. Not necessarily of maybe like expectations, but the same mannerisms and the same like acceptable level of cleanliness that we both can tolerate. Yes, okay. And we both can be lazy with cleaning and not that it's just lazy like hopefully that other person will do it, but it's it's almost just like our standards just get lower and lower. Like I'm, I'm surprised I'm we have any. I don't even know that we have standards anymore. We probably don't. I just <laughs> I don't feel good about saying we don't have standards, so I have to like throw us a bone a little Pretend bit. Pretend that we're on some level. So like why so like in your mind then Whoa. what what is your expectation of what our house ideally would look like? If it were if it were up to you and let's say I was just completely Conforming to to your reality, your expectation, what would be different about me or about the house? It's not even about like what you do or what I do, but if it was like a perfect world that I was living in, 
we would not have any of this fucking clutter. There would be, we wouldn't have a place in our house where we wouldn't know where to put something. So guys, I just want to like reiterate, we have no flat space in our home, whether it's a bathroom counter, kitchen counter, kitchen table. We have no flat space in our home that does not have shit on it. We have one now that you just said oh, that. Oh, we have the dog kennels. The dog kennels are flat and they have nothing on top of them. For right now. For they right used now. To have they stuff used on... to have, yeah. No, the new bathroom downstairs has, oh, there's a thing of soap on it. Yeah. That is the only the thing. The counter on, on the bathroom. Yeah. But I think even our washer and dryer. Just my belt. Have shit stacked on them. That's it. But otherwise, even like in our basement, we have like this little like six inch ledge that runs all the way around our the perimeter of our basement completely full of shit stacked onto this little six inch ledge yeah so anyways um in my perfect house everything would have a home okay because that's i don't think we're not clean i don't think we're i mean i don't not gonna speak for you i know that i can be lazy as fuck especially when it comes to cleaning but the hardest thing for me if something doesn't have a home i'm like Guess I'll just fucking keep this in the kitchen for nine months because yeah. I don't know where else to put it. Yeah. But so that would be one thing. And I'm sure part of that is we just need to purge the living shit out of this house because we moved from, I don't know, square footage to save my life, but we moved from a house where we had not necessarily double the space, but it was double the More storage. storage. At least double, if not triple the storage. At least double the storage. And. Instead of like reasonable, the reasonable thing to do would have been to accommodate our stuff, to accommodate the house by minimizing our stuff. Right. We would have gotten rid of things to move into a smaller house. We would have downsized. Yeah. We would have. But we kept everything. Every fucking thing. Although we we put a lot of shit to DI. Let's be honest. We've sent a lot. We have thinned out comparatively, relatively, we've thinned out a lot. Yes, but, but I agree. We have clutter. With that said, yeah. we still do not have a single space in our house that doesn't have shit on it. Right. Our entire basement, our basement is not usable. Other because, than the podcast table, and which I, is starting to accumulate shit. You couldn't even see it until I had to hurry and move all my shit off because I was embarrassed for you to come down and see it because I didn't want you to get mad at me. So, okay. So that being said, that would be probably the biggest thing. I, I'm not even going to like speak for you because I feel like you do a good job. What would you do better for yourself? I would not be so lazy. (laughs) Okay. I'm glad you said that (laughs) and not me. Shots fired. I don't know. And I don't feel like you're lazy. I feel like we're just busy and we have different priorities. Like, and like, I'm not calling you lazy, but it's. Our habits like feed off of each other. Yeah. So if you're, if you put off doing something, then I'm going to feel more obligated to put something off and vice versa. And then I feel like you don't start cleaning until you see me rage cleaning and then you stop what you're doing and start like, that's not always the case. I get in these weird moods where I really fucking enjoy cleaning and I want to clean everything, but then I don't have enough time or I'd like, it's so overwhelming because nothing has a home. And so then you start dusting and then it's like, Okay, well, if I dust, then I have to move things. No, for me, it's when I get in these moods, it's I'm looking around and I'm like, it doesn't overwhelm me in a bad way. It's just I look around and I'm like, oh, this needs to be done. So I start doing it. And then I get sidetracked. I'm like, oh, this needs to be done. So I stop doing the first thing and then I start the second thing. That's why our blinds in the living room, half of them had been deep cleaned and the other half (laughs) had not been. You are super great at starting projects and never seeing them through. Hey. If a gonna, for effort. If we're gonna be honest, and we're gonna we're gonna have a podcast. You know, it's like this full disclosure and complete like transparency. <laughs> you are like the queen of starting I things suck that, that never and then never finish through. Like Ash was so thoughtful; it was the most thoughtful gift intentions. ever. She bought me this, uh, like these the music. The notes, you know, like the the printout for our first anniversary of our song that we danced to at our wedding. Guys, they are still, they're all framed and everything, but they're still leaning against my nightstand two years later. 
Or a year later, I guess. A little yeah, over a year. In my defense, I'm not going to... I feel like it would be weird for me to be like, here's my present. I'm going to hang it for you. Like, No, I have tried to hang them, but you have said that you don't like the frame that they're in against the wall that we were planning uh, on I didn't know them. that's why you haven't hung them. No, because you were like, I don't like this frame, so I don't want them on the wall yet. And I'm like, okay, we'll get new frames. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been, I've wanted to hang them. I hang the other pieces in the hallway. I thought you hung them because you didn't like them. No, I love them. And it makes me sad every time I see them because I'm like, these should be on a wall where people can see them, but you don't like the frames that you put them in. Okay. I'm sorry. I, it's not that I don't want them hung because I don't love the frames. I would just prefer somewhere down the line to change the frames into something okay, well then better. in which case let's find a place and i'll hang them up and they will be out for public display until we can find new frames we also have like nothing hung up in our house no it's S- getting better only this last couple months we went like an entire year with like nothing on our walls right i think i heard it was some show we were watching I wish I remember what they said, but it was like, people in prison have more shit on their walls than you people do. And I'm like, oh, man, that's us. That's our house. <laughs> so so expectation-wise... Hold on. You do this every episode. You just interview me. I'm not what interviewing you, you. I was... What do you, you don't have know where for I was me? headed. You don't oh. even know where I was headed. I thought headed. you were going to next... No, next. that we're still on that step. Okay. We're still on that. If we're on our outline... We're still on that same point. Well, I don't remember. We kept calling it different things, and I got confused. So what I was going to say was expectation-wise, I would love more help, obviously, with the laundry, because I feel like literally I feel like I'm the only one in the house who does laundry. And you say I don't have a problem with washing or drying or folding, but none of those three steps ever happen unless I initiate them, and I will bring them up in a basket and they'll sit in a basket until either we go through them by wearing them and putting them from clean to dirty from one basket to the next. Or periodically, like the other day, we had a bunch of shit up in our bedroom and you had like locked yourself in the bedroom and like folded and put away everything, which was awesome. But like baby's clothes, like our laundry, towels, I feel like I do 90% of the washing and drying and putting in putting away i i know yep thank you (laughs) as far as like vacuuming you like vacuuming i I understand i i I don't want to take that i do but there's lots of it we have stairs we have two floor three floors that need vacuuming so i do love vacuuming okay i just don't (laughs) want to step on your vacuuming toes (laughs) that doesn't mean you can't do it ever have you used the vacuum since we bought it? I've used it plenty of times. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then dusting. Like when, like, I know we have LED dusting a lot for us, or we did in the past, but that is my other beef is the amount of dust that settles on things in the house is just overwhelming. Okay. So those are just the three areas where I feel like I I do more than you and like i feel like i need help okay so there it's out i put it uh, cats out of the bag (laughs) we've been together for four years this is the first conversation we've ever had about who does what so after this episode maybe you should go re-listen to last week's episode we talk about communication (laughs) and how beneficial it is um yeah so no, and, and that's part of the reason why this podcast has been good for us and why we're doing these things. So those those are the only only things that I have where I, I genuinely, like, I feel it's one-sided. Like the kitchen, I mean, you do all the cooking. I feel like I try and pitch in and help with, with you know, doing push putting dishes away and stuff. The only thing that bugs me about when you help with the kitchen, and I've never said anything because you do, a, I'm not going to be that person that's like, well, you just cleaned the whole kitchen, but you didn't do this. You and I'm I know it's just how you are. You like have blinders on in a lot of your life where you will clean everything and like do all the dishes that are in the sink and 
touching the sink, <laughs> but anywhere else in the kitchen doesn't exist. And so I'll come down and I'm like, cool, the dishes are out of the sink, but there's like four pots and pans that are dirty on the stove and like five spoons sitting on the kitchen table that have just been ignored. I I I, I acknowledge your <laughs> criticism. I usually just am like, okay, I've done what I can. She's upstairs with the baby. This is like my Call of Duty time. So the more time I spend cleaning, the less time I have to play Call of Duty. And it's the only time during the day that I have is when you're putting the baby down. So I'm like, I can clean later when she comes down. I just need to get through this so I can play Call of Duty. Or like there's the one singular lid to the pot that's in the sink. And I'm like, just scrub it for one second and put it away. What? Okay. <laughs> it's just the the I'm gonna notice it because it's the only fucking thing left. And as long as we're we're on this track, I could use some help down here because I feel like I'm the only one who has like been moving things and cleaning and trying to organize this basement. Like I feel like I've done this by myself. Okay. And a lot of it's your shit, and a lot of it's my shit. <laughs> I, was, I was about ready to. <laughs> And so I just could use some some help where we both down here together. Ow, you fucker. Cat just bit me. Oh, maybe you disturbed it. Anyway, I could use some help down here. Okay. So Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we're I'm glad we're finally getting this off my chest. <laughs> um anything else that you feel like expectation wise that you have that's not being met or that you would like to see done differently before we move on? I don't know. I feel like we just both need to I f- see I've always and I'm I'm sure this is gonna segue into our next thing. You were like, we need to have chore chart because <laughs> you need like chore chart as in person A does this every week or whatever yeah. and person B does these things. Well that's just because I that's how I grew up. But. I know. I mean See, and I never had anyone to do chores with me, so right. I've never had like a chore chart. It was always like, here is your chore chart. Yeah. And I kind of got all butthurt and defensive about that. Like, I I always have to do dishes and you always clean the bathrooms. Well, what if the bathrooms aren't fucking dirty and there's like 17,000 dishes? That's not fair. And so I was very resistant to the idea of a chore chart. And I still, I go back and forth. Part of me is like, it makes sense, but then part of me is maybe if we instead of having like a set thing every single that's the same indefinitely they, they rotate yeah or it's yeah, like you have them by week like Sunday be like okay pick what chores you want to do this week yeah I just think that I could do that because right now it's I feel like it's and we've talked about this I think last week or or the week before where it was like if if i see something that needs done i'm not going to delegate that to you i'm going to do it because i'm an adult and i see that it needs to be done and i'm going to do it and so then when you're like why don't you ask me to help with this shit i'm like why well, shouldn't have to because you're also an adult and if you see the need then i shouldn't have to tell you go do this thing right in a perfect great, world perfect world yes and so i don't feel like i should have to delegate to my wife who is an adult Hey, like I, we were talking about with the litter box last week. Like, hey, yeah. I need you to clean the litter box. Because to me, it's like if I saw that it was needing to be done, I should just clean it instead of asking you to clean it. If I see that the carpet is dirty and needs to be vacuumed or that our laundry is overflowing and needs to be washed, I see the need and I shouldn't tell you what to do because I should just do it because I'm an adult. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But then that that's where the resentment comes from, whereas, and there's there's no accountability because I can't tell you what to do, so then I have to do it, which leaves me feeling resentful that I'm doing it instead of you, whereas in my mind, if it's a chore chart or if there's a, you know an assigned responsibility that says, okay, this week you're on laundry duty, then like on this is the Married at First Sight, he could come to her and say, we divvied Listen, up bitch. <laughs> we divvied up our our assignments you took this but you're not doing it in the meantime i'm doing all this other shit i can't pick up your slack as well yeah 
but we don't have like a clearly delineated who does what. And so then it's just like a free for all where it's just like either all the chores, either chores get done or they don't, but there's no accountability. Like either if I do laundry, it's because I'm just seeing the need and I'm doing laundry. And then if you have to come behind me and clean up the kitchen, Oh, if I come behind you, huh? <laughs> then it's you cleaning up the kitchen for me, right? As opposed to being like, hey, dude, this is your chore. This this is your shit this week. I'm not going to touch it. You need to do your thing, right? So then there's accountability, and you could you can assign that responsibility as opposed to just, hey, we have things that need to be done. Let's just do them. Whoever sees it does it. Yeah, I mean, I get that's, it. That's easy to, to avoid. It's just, I guess it was just foreign because my, literally my entire life, I've never had anyone to share chores with aside right. from my parents because I went from living with my parents to living on my own to living with you. Right. But I mean, and you could see like the difference between how I lived when you, when we were dating, when I... I had my room versus how we live together. Well, the same goes for me. Right. I'm, so something I has changed. Like I kept then. my apartment relatively clean. And I kept my room at the house. Your room was like immaculate all the time. Yeah. Everything was always folded, put away, organized. Like there was, it was spotless most of the time. And you were clean on your own too. And yet somehow with our forces combined, we create, a disaster. <laughs> we create we captain have disaster. No standards. Right. And no one there's no accountability. When I lived by myself and when you live by yourself, you had to hold yourself accountable. Shit didn't get done. There was nobody who's gonna come in and clean up for you. Yeah. Cause when I lived on my own, that like, trust me, the first time you ever came over ever, 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 I had because I didn't have a dishwasher. Right. I had to hand wash every single fucking I dish remember I hated that it. I made. That I made. You made all your dishes. <laughs> when I was at my pasta wheel. <laughs> your pasta wheel. Why were you at a pasta wheel when you should be making dishes? <laughs> as soon as I said that, I knew what I'm. I mean, my pottery wheel. Oh, God, your pasta wheel. Oh, pasta wheel spinning out dishes. That would I just be... put the ravioli in Can the you kiln. Imagine having a dish made of pasta. Then when you get done, you're just like home. You're just like what? <laughs> You're going to give me a loud attack. And then you're going to get the hiccups, and then we should just end the show. <laughs> I'll probably get the hiccups anyways. My body like thinks about laughter, and it's like, oh, shit, there's the hiccups. the hiccups. And I gave that to our son, too. Yeah. Poor thing. He laughs for like one second. So, Anyways, what I was saying <laughs> is when you came over, I literally had every single dish in my house was dirtied. And, and you I couldn't was, eat them because they weren't made of pasta. Shut up. <laughs> I had to put them underneath my sink to hide them from you because I didn't have time to clean them before yeah, and you I, came And over. I remember you didn't have laundry on your floor. And I had to pay for my laundry. Yeah. You had no, to pay? I, no, you didn't. You had a washer I, and dryer in the house. I had, that I, it was coin oh, operated. Oh, no shit. I didn't yeah. know that. It was but on you didn't, my floor. you didn't have laundry on your floor. Yes, it was. It was just not in my room. I had to go outside my closet. Okay. Well... It sounds like I live in like Harry Potter land. <laughs> the, you had to go out from underneath the stairs to do your laundry. The point I'm trying to make is that your house, you had, like right now, we have laundry all over the place. And it's not just you, but I do too, which drives me crazy because it's not how I'm, I used to live. But somehow, for some reason, it's become like the norm for me right now. And so I guess what has, has really kicked this off for me, and it's it's been a long time coming. Like I haven't been totally happy here in this house with the circumstances under which we live. Like we talked about having a, a guest that I think would be making a fucking awesome podcast for him and his wife to come sit with us and have a conversation. I think it would be an amazing show, but I'm too embarrassed about how we live and how our basement looks and everything about our lives right now in this house to invite them over. Right. You just have to have it like at a coffee shop or something. Yeah. And so that to me is unacceptable to be, you know, when we're talking about expectations, like it's unacceptable to live in such a way where you are ashamed to have people just drop in and show up at your house. Right? Yeah. That's how we should live is 
like if someone just we should other live. than family showed up at the house, someone that you respect showed up at your house, would you be comfortable giving them a tour? That's what I was trying to say. It's some we should live as if a guest is coming over every right. single day. And we don't. We live as if no one comes over ever. <laughs> as if the house is condemned and ready to be burnt down and nobody gives a shit. And part of the stems too is, you know, we heard, we listened to that podcast. I shared that episode with you where he's like, if you want to be a world-class leader, everything about your life needs to be world-class. Like how you live, how you dress, the way you take care of yourself, you know, the food you eat, everything that you do should represent this ideal lifestyle. And so like out today, for example, and I'm rambling at this point, was like I was looking at my car and like the the amount of garbage and shit I have in my car and I was like, this is not world class. Like this is not something that I would feel comfortable with if I were to, you know, to drive around a prospective um, employer, for example. Like I wouldn't feel comfortable with them sitting in my car and having me drive them around. I wouldn't feel comfortable... You know, someone was like, yeah, I think you should come work for a company. Let's go see your house and meet your wife and your baby. That would be weird. It's happened. My dad told me a story about that where someone was like, "Let's, I want to see how you live. Really? Yeah. I'd Fucking like, weird, right? I don't want the job that bad. <laughs> but shouldn't you feel confident enough to be like, yeah, cool. Let's drop in on my house. Well, you should. <laughs> Doesn't mean but we do we? Do. No. <laughs> so... So that is, you know, as we're talking about chores, like that's kind of my, my vibe is, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just as guilty and just as at fault as anybody because I, I hold on to shit. I hoard shit and, you know, I have unrealistic sentimental attachment to things that I shouldn't. But Hey, if you go back to teaching, you can use all teaching (laughs) shit that you've kept. That's right. All the the big (laughs) box of teaching shit that I'm resistant to throw away. Yeah. But, you know, as I look around our basement, I'm looking at things. I'm like, are we ever going to use this? Is this ever going to have any value to us again? Or are we just holding on to it because someday it might? And I think that if either of our dads were to just take over this house, it would look different within a few weeks. Yeah. If not days. Anyway, that's my rant. I'm going to step off my soapbox now. (laughs) Okay. Uh yeah, I. I just you're like I I I don't even remember what we were talking about because I just why well, just blacked out. <laughs> Where am I? Who are you? <laughs> I I can get on board with the rotating chore chart, but I also I mean I I want us to have expectations because I feel like not only have our expectations for cleanliness and like how we keep our house have gone down, I feel like expectations for like every aspect of our lives have just gone down i feel like they've in some in some aspects i agree like if you look at like the way that we keep our cars for example now versus years ago yeah that's changed a lot like i think though we're eating better than we ever have and we're going to the gym more often so that i think has has gotten improved yeah, like that's, that's gotten better an upward slope but it's <laughs> what it's for me. It's like not because I want to. It's because we're like, yeah. I don't care for whatever the reason is, but we're doing it, and I feel like I'm better for it. Even yeah. though we have to report to a coach every week and be held accountable. Yeah, I know that. We need a cleanliness coach. Sorry, I'll stop talking. <sighs> well, I'm gonna get off my soap horse. Soap horse. Your now. soap horse. Yeah. You're gonna get off your soap horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but like, stop laughing. You're going to make me laugh. <laughs> but like how we dress, not like the clothes, what we buy or anything, but we just don't give a fuck about 99% of the aspects in our life. And I don't feel like we can ever change that if we just continue to live in this like shitty way that we do you can come back to the microphone now no i totally agree with you i think that (laughs) like i know how i used to dress even when we were just like going out like it was a saturday and we're just running errands 
I would never be caught dead wearing what I wear now. Yeah. You know, and I had an expectation if we were going out with friends, like I had an expectation of myself of how I dress. And now it's just like, even before I lost my job, I was like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, I don't care about anything. I don't care about my car. I don't care about how I dress. I don't care what I eat. I don't care how the house looks. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah. And I... And then I wonder why I'm unsuccessful. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I... I'm obviously not one of those girls who needs to, like, get dolled up and do my hair and makeup every single day. But especially, like, at my last job when I, like, before I got laid off where I was just fucking miserable there, it showed because I would wear my hair up in, like, a messy bun after not washing it for six days. Like, every single fucking day. Most of the days I would wear no makeup and or not wear any makeup i guess not wear no makeup i wouldn't wear any makeup i wouldn't wear no makeup and i would wear my glasses which glasses can be cute but right and i would wear like leggings and like sweatshirts or and we started sleeping in later and later until it was like okay i have to get up right now yeah just to be to work on time not getting ready. Like instead I haven't been to work on time and I don't remember how long. I that one day yeah. last week or two weeks ago. I I got there before eight thirty and it was the earliest I had been to work. When was the last time we woke up before six seven ten before eight months. without the baby's help? In a year? Yeah. <laughs> before he was born? Yeah. Well, when he was really little. When he would sleep in. <laughs> He's we only would... one when he was really little. <laughs> yes, that's a thing. <laughs> He's still really little. <laughs> okay. Duh. I know that. <laughs> in comparison to his life, when he was really little, like only a couple of months old when he was sleeping yeah. in, when we ha- would have to go wake him up. That yeah. was the only time in his existence where he didn't wake up before us. Yeah. Wait. When we didn't wake up before. No, you were right. Where okay. he didn't wake up before us. Okay. Because yeah. now he wakes up before we do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and like we, we do the right thing. We set alarms and we try and get out of bed at, you know, six o'clock or 630. And then we, we just keep hitting yeah, snooze until. We do the right thing every day. Eight. I always say. We just have zero willpower. I should go to the gym. I should eat healthy. Here's the thing. I should do laundry. I should clean this bathroom I, that I've been and, staring at the fucking filth and, on the floor for the last year. We're way off, way off track right now. <laughs> but here's the biggest thing, and this is something that I've learned from like Rachel Hollis and Jenna Kutcher and other people is we consistently break promises to ourselves. We have zero willpower and we consistently break promises when it comes to doing things. Right? Oh yeah. And I have I have listened to that podcast and I'm like, oh, this is inspiring. I need to not break promises promises to myself and then the next day i'm like i'm gonna get up and go to the gym today alarm goes off not today (laughs) so which is funny but it's not it's yeah it's sad funny so ash going forward can we make a commitment to ourselves that oh god that was loud and to to do better in our house and and get keep our house clean so that in the draw, in the case of a drop in, or we invite people over, we are confident that we can have people over without being embarrassed about our house. Yes, but I want to put like an asterisk on that because I don't expect our house to be spotless, right? One hundred percent. No, of the we have time. a we have a toddler now, and he's he's busy and his shit's all over the place. So, so I'm not saying I don't want to. Be our like, house is lived in. We live in our home. And I want to feel comfortable living in our home. I know. And so I I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, my God, someone's here and there's dishes in the sink. Yeah, no, that's or, life. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, right now, like, if we were to have people over for our podcast, like, we have two chairs in our basement, neither of which can be sat in. Yes. That one can be. That's like a tall chair, dude. You can't. So you put that next Don't to the discriminate. Okay. 
It has a chair. It has nothing on top of it. So, guys, I would love to hear now from you as we're kind of winding this down. Go to our Facebook groups. Join the community if you haven't already at the Facebook at the uh, This Is Marriage Support Group. The Facebook. The Facebook. Uh, this Is Marriage Support Group is our Facebook group community. Um, we also have a Facebook page, but we don't really do anything with it for This Is Marriage. Basically, Instagram made us get it, so... And we don't do anything with Instagram, which is weird. Um, Instagram is hard for a podcast. Yeah. And so, message us at thisismarriagepodcast at gmail.com if you have questions or comments. Don't forget to rate and review. Please leave us some feedback on iTunes. We've gotten a couple so far, but oh my gosh, we would love to hear from you what you like, what you don't like. You know, Let us know. Ideas for future episodes? Yeah, email us or hit us up at the community page. Um, and also, we have our... Share it with a friend. We have our Halloween yes. episode coming up. Thank you for that. I we totally... want to include your stories in our episode. So go to our Facebook group. This is Marriage Support Group. and Or send us a message, whatever you prefer, if, yeah. you, don't wanna, if you want it to be anonymous. Uh, we want to know just the scary shit that's happened. If it's a ghost story or like paranormal UFO stuff, haunted house experiences, just whatever Halloween spooky, the truer the better, unexplainable <laughs> shit. Yeah, none of that. Like I pulled a prank on my brother bullshit. Um, but let us. Let us know your scary stories, and we will include them in our upcoming Halloween episode. Okay. Anything else, Ash, that we need to uh, to remind people of? Stay... Sexy? Nope. Stay sexy and don't get murdered. I mean... I'm pretty sure that's a trademark. <laughs> don't sue us. We love you. Make, oh, wait. I always I, say making a murder. Yeah. That was a really good show on Netflix. We You're thinking my it. favorite murder, MFM. Yeah. Guys, that's a fantastic... Oh, Ash, tell them real quick about that podcast that you're listening to before we... The one I finished? We Yeah, officially sign off here. Um, Y'all need to listen to Dr. Death. I actually heard about Dr. Death, the podcast, from making My Favorite Murder. Yes, that's where I heard it from as well. And it's only... It's like a mini-series, I guess they call it. Yeah. It's only six episodes. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> It will change it is your mind so good. about ever going under the knife for surgery ever again. It is so good and so terrifying. It's awful. It literally made me nauseous. Like I, I had to stop it a couple of times because I just was sick to my stomach thinking that this could actually happen in the world we live in. So. It's like a car wreck where you cannot stop listening because you get so addicted to it. <laughs> so check it out, guys. Dr. Death. Don't forget to share this podcast, please. No one else is going to hear about it without you sharing it, you know, because we're lazy and we don't do the social media bullshit. So anyway, guys, this is another episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. And don't forget. Stay married. (laughs) Unless you don't believe in the institution of marriage, in which case. Stay happy. Stay happy. Stay in love. And we love you. Long time. (laughs) Long time. Okay, guys. Later. Bye. Love and no soul